It's time to join Montana's very own and your voice for agriculture, Talking Ag Lane Nordland, for today's LaneCast. Hey everyone and welcome to the Langcast Ag Podcast. Thanks for joining the Agriculture Conversation today. Our guest on today's program is Undersecretary of Agriculture, Greg Ibob. Our conversation will center around a new draft policy released by USDA to increase research opportunities to help curb the spread of brucellosis in the greater Yellowstone area. Don't go away. When we come back, we'll have more with Undersecretary of Agriculture, Greg Ibaugh. As a Montana Farm Bureau member, you have access to a lot of valuable benefits. Now you can have your savings on the go with the Farm Bureau Member Benefits app. The app will show you where you can use your membership discounts with Granger, Case IH, Choice Hotels, John Deere, and more. Plus, with the app, your membership card is on your phone for easy access. It's free. Download the app today. Simply go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Farm Bureau Benefits app. Montana Farm Bureau, we care for the country. You're still raising cattle and we're still standing with you. The National Cattlemen's Beef Association was the first to call for an investigation into the cattle markets after the Holcomb plant fire in 2019. And we were the first to expand the investigation after COVID-19 hit the industry. We work across all levels of government, ensuring you have the freedom and the flexibility to operate with confidence. Help develop the policy that moves the beef industry forward. Join NCBA and add your voice to that of 25,000 ranchers who are still raising cattle. Well, joining us today is USDA Undersecretary for Marketing and Regulatory Reform, Mr. Greg Ibaugh. He is in the Big Sky State of Montana, and as I mentioned, I would be joining him in person, but I will be shipping some cabs here in the next day or so, so having to get some uh, duties wrapped up here on the ranch. But uh, Undersecretary Ibaugh, you are in Montana for a special announcement in regards to brucellosis research. This is a top priority for Montana's cattle industry. Could you explain a little more about what this announcement is and uh, and what you will be sharing with Montana cattle producers here this week in Montana? Well, USDA has worked with CDC and uh, the Department of Homeland Security to be able to uh, revise our policies, to be able to allow for outdoor research to uh, be restarted, in wildlife and cattle. So when we look at outdoor research, could you maybe paint a picture for our producers? What did that look like in the past and how will this research go forward in, in trying to curb the spread of Brucella abortus in the greater Yellowstone area? So as a cattleman myself, you know, I've been familiar with brucellosis for years and uh, remember or uh, hear stories about, you know, six decades ago when we started the drive to eradicate uh, brucellosis. Uh, we've been uh, pretty much uh, successful except uh, in uh, the infections that occur here in wildlife around the greater Yellowstone area that pose a, a continued uh, reinfection risk to uh, cattlemen. And so being able to conduct outdoor research, that means that we'll be able to use controlled, confined areas that are outdoor to do research. Right now, we're restricted to only doing indoor, very limited research. And so being able to go outdoors and actually test uh, uh, different control and eradication methods in uh, deer, elk, 
uh, bison, cattle, and now feral swine uh, are a, a concern as well. It's going to be very important to us being able to find a way to finally eradicate brucellosis in the greater Yellowstone area as well. The Montana Stock Growers Association, along with the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, uh, have long advocated for more research opportunities and some uh, uh, regulations to be less than just a bit when it comes to uh, this type of research. How important is it for USDA and other agencies like the CDC to hear stakeholder input from, say, Montana Stock Grower members or members of the wildlife community as well in trying to really get a hold of of uh, brucellosis in uh, southwest Montana, northern Wyoming. That's been very important, but uh, probably just as important has uh, been the efforts that uh, APHIS and USDA has put forward here in the last couple of years to really reach out to the Department of Homeland Security that was concerned about uh, it is a select agent, which means it's of uh, uh, it has potential to uh, the the Brucella uh, has a, the potential to be weaponized and uh, you know used uh, and nefariously, and so we were able to provide assurances to them in a concerted effort that we could restart this uh, research and development of a vaccine and vaccine delivery methods in wildlife successfully, and uh, we're very pleased that they were willing to accept our proposals. And you mentioned the select agents list. Uh, that That's one area that I know that many cattle producers uh, that are a part of this conversation, they would like to see that removed from the select agents list so universities and other entities could research it. Is there a possibility down the road that that could be a reality where there is a, uh, a protocol in place where it's done in a safe manner where we could actually really enhance, uh, on top of this announcement, uh, more uh, effective vaccines as well with their removal uh, from the select agents list? As part of my uh, uh, initial interview with Senator Daines for when I was uh, starting the process to be confirmed by the Senate, that was his request. And so I uh, told him at that time that I worked very hard to try to accomplish that. We haven't been able to get that far with the Department of Homeland Security yet to be able to uh, take it off the select agent list. However, this agreement that we have reached to be able to change our research policy, I think, accomplishes nearly the same result. We will be able to have universities like Montana State University, uh, USDA will be able to, APHIS and uh, um, ARS will again be able to begin uh, research in outdoor settings. And so I think while we didn't accomplish the initial goal of removing it from the select agent list, we're going to have found another way to accomplish uh, the same uh, result. Well, that's good to hear. And uh, Under Secretary Iba, the Trump administration and Secretary Purdue have been very proactive and vocal uh, since the start of the administration that USDA uh, serves farmers and ranchers. And we've seen a lot of changes in our local USDA service centers and ways that they interact with producers out in the countryside. And in your time in this position, what has it been like being out in the countryside and hearing from producers about those changes and, and how that is more beneficial uh, uh, to their time out in the countryside? Well, Secretary Purdue, definitely on day one, 
he uh, made it clear that uh, we worked for the farmers and that we want needed to be the most effective and efficient uh, department in the federal government. And so we have continuously listened to hear what changes need to be made to be able to more effectively deliver programs. I also think the fact that uh, uh, so many of the undersecretaries come from state departments of agriculture, have a agricultural background themselves. Uh, you know, we understand the programs from that perspective, both uh, as a partner with USDA as well as sitting down ourselves at the FSA offices and the NRCS offices. And so I really think that's helped us want to deliver what farmers and ranchers across America expect out of their USDA. Now, my last question, I probably wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't ask you a cattle market question. I know you were in the Dakotas here this week and traveling all over. Uh, uh, any updates on, say, any investigations in, into the cattle markets or, or just how things are looking here this fall? I, I'm pretty happy with the price we got for our calves this fall that will be uh, getting shipped out here just tomorrow. But uh, anything you would just like to share with uh, cattlemen and women out there in the countryside here today before I let you get back to your duties uh, down in southwest Montana? Well, I think a lot of the dynamics in the cattle market are shifting a little bit. We're seeing exports uh, surge, and that's not just in China. That's in Korea and other uh, Asian countries as well. But right now at USDA, one of the things I'm focused on as a result of the report we put out is some of the recommendations and implementing them. You know, we are in the process of working very closely with uh, producer organizations on producer education to help uh, livestock producers uh, maybe uh, uh, become as knowledgeable as crop producers are about the risk management and crop insurance and livestock insurance tools that are available. We're also uh, changing the names of some of our reports to be able to make the market uh, be more responsive to actual conditions in the marketplace instead of working on rumor and innuendo. And uh, we uh, have seen Congress uh, take some of the suggestions that were in the report, and Dusty Johnson has introduced a bill in the House, and Senator Deb Fisher from Nebraska has introduced a bill in the Senate that both take uh, parts of uh, pieces out of the report and begin a discussion in Congress about whether or not those might be uh, responsibilities to give to USDA as well. Well, Undersecretary Ibot, thank you so much uh, for, for taking uh, uh, this amount of time to just share with us this big announcement uh, that uh, really will impact the future of wildlife and, uh, and livestock here in the state of Montana. Any, any last words before I let you get back to your day? Yep, it's just uh, always great to get out and be with uh, my fellow uh, cattlemen and livestock producers and farmers and ranchers, hear their concerns and uh, and be able to carry those back to Washington, D.C. Well, thank you so much, uh, Undersecretary Greg Ibaugh, for joining us here today. And for our listeners, thanks for tuning in to the LaneCast Ag Podcast. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for tuning in to the LaneCast with Talkin' Ag, Lane Nordland. For more on Lane, check out his Facebook page, Lane Nordland Ag Broadcaster and NordlandCommunications.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the LaneCast on your Apple or Android devices. We look forward to joining you next time on the LaneCast.